You're listening to the Burn Youth Podcast. We hope this message encourages and challenges you to live for Jesus. Let's get into it. Tonight, I want to talk to you about the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. And our theme for this month has been what's in a name. But I want to bring it back tonight to the name that you all know firsthand. To the name that you use every time that you pray. To the name that you tell your friends about. To the name that is your friend. To the name that is your companion. To the name that is your saviour. The most familiar name that you know of God. And I want to bring us back to that tonight because there is more to His name than what we realise. Who loves a good bargain? Couple people. Who's wearing a good bargain right now? Just stand up. I want you to stand up and spin around if you're wearing a good bargain right now. Ooh la la. Well, I love a good bargain. There is nothing better than when all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you have something really expensive that you need to buy. That's not the fun part. But when you have something really expensive that you need to buy and you have a friend and your friend says to you, oh, I know the guy at the guitar shop. Tell him that I sent you and he'll do you a deal. Has anyone been in that position? Maybe not at the music shop. Hey, I need this thing. Hey, I know a guy. Why don't you tell them that I sent you and they'll give you a good deal. When I was a kid, I did ballet. (laughs) I remember nothing here. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I did ballet as a kid and I um, had to buy a pair of ballet shoes and a pair of point shoes and my dance teacher at the time she said go to this place and tell them that Sarah sent you and I was like okay and we went into this place and were treated like absolute royalty and I walked away with two pairs of ballet shoes for like nothing because my ballet teacher was actually a prima ballerina in London so she was the it girl she was the center stage person in a whole bunch of shows in London and so so many people knew her name and so when I said that Sarah sent us We were treated like royalty and we had access to bigger and better than what I had planned to get when I walked in there. You know that saying that it's not what you know, it's who you know? Kind of a bit like that. And I want to give you a quick little history lesson in like two minutes tonight. But basically before the world of credit cards, there was this system that would take place probably let's say like your grandparents time where at a store or at any kind of shop the store owner would keep a record or keep a tab or a ledger 
of what was being taken. So he would know the people that came into his store so well that you didn't actually have to pay right then and there for what you were taking. It just kind of tallied up and you could have access to all of these things that they paid for later. But you could go in there and say, oh, just put that on the ledger and walk away. That was kind of like old school credit. And what would happen is that a business owner or the head of a household might send their child or might send their worker into the store to pick up something. And even though it wasn't the person themselves, that person could walk in and walk out with all the goods they needed because it's been put in the name of the person that holds the account. Right? So I could walk into a store and pick out all of the sweet treats that I like and say, put that on John Cathy's account and walk out of there. Right? That's the kind of thing that I'm talking about. And that's how it used to work. And if you've got your Bibles with you tonight, I want you to flick to John chapter 14 and you might recognize a similar kind of idea right here. And Jesus says... Himself, He says, you can ask for anything in my name and I will do it so that the Son can bring glory to the Father. Yes, ask me for anything in my name and I will do it. Jesus right here is calling himself the account holder and saying, you have access to so much that my Father has to offer you and to give you. And all you need to do is ask and put it in my name. Put it in my name. So you can come to God and you can say, God, I need healing for this thing right now in Jesus' name. And God hears you. And there are so many things that Jesus has promised us that in His name we have. Can I tell you, young person, tonight that the name of Jesus has power. I want you to turn to the person next to you and scream at them, power. The name of Jesus has power. And the thing about the name of Jesus is that it doesn't just give you a bargain. It doesn't just give you a little blessing here or there. It doesn't just give you a free pass here or there, but the name of Jesus has power. You know, I think that if in certain circles, if I were to name drop Steve Jobs' name, that would have a lot of power. I have a feeling that in some circles, if I were to drop Oprah Winfrey's name, that would have a lot of power. (laughs) Grand Denya, maybe in I'm a Celebrity Universe. But can I tell you tonight that my Bible tells me that the name of Jesus is above every other name, that no name has ever had more power. No name will ever have more power. Nothing has more authority or power than the name of Jesus. In Philippians 2, this is what it says. It says, 
Therefore, God has elevated him to the place of highest honour and gave him the name that is above all other names, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, every tongue declare that Jesus Christ is Lord. You know, the coolest thing ever is that Jesus has said, you can ask for things in my name and it will be given to you. My brother-in-law, every time that he prays to God for something, he starts every single time with dear Heavenly Father or dear Jesus, you're the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. No one sits higher than you. And that is how he approaches God before he asks something of him. Everything bows to the name of Jesus. He's the trump card. Nothing can overpower the name of Jesus. Now hear me tonight. I'm not saying that there's a magic word. I'm not saying it's like when you're three or four and if you say please, you get whatever you want. That's not what I'm saying. But there's power in His name because of who He is. Because God has elevated Him. Because He has earned His place at the right hand of God. It's not a magic word to get what you want. You see, the shopkeeper knows the account holder. That's why there can be a tally made. And the shopkeeper, if the shopkeeper is God, then he knows Jesus' character. And so you can go in there. You can't, it'd be the equivalent of me going in there and saying, can I have a pack of ciggies? And the shopkeeper knows my dad and says, hmm, I don't really think that that's what he wants on his tally. And the same thing applies is that you can ask anything that is in the reputation of Jesus and is in the reputation of what He does and what He stands for. And the second thing is that you can ask for things that bring glory to God. You can ask for things that are in the reputation of Jesus or things that bring glory to God. They're the two filters for what we ask of God. But when we ask those things in those way, there is power in the name of Jesus. When I was preparing for tonight, to be honest with you, I didn't really know what to say. Because the name of Jesus is so many things. It's one, one man, but so many things to me. And the Bible tells us so many things about Him. And I didn't know where to start to talk about Jesus and to talk about my Jesus. And so I hope it's all right tonight. I could try and explain to you things about Him or I could try and tell you how powerful He is and how awesome He is, but there's too much to say about Him. And so instead, I just want to tell you about three things that I have in Jesus' name. And the first thing is that in His name, I have salvation. In His name, I have salvation. When I was eight years old, I prayed a prayer in Jesus' name and I asked Him to take away my sin and to come into my heart and into my life. When I was eight years old, I was in my bedroom. My sister was on the top bunk above me. She was doing her devotions and I was like, what's all that about? And she started telling me how Jesus is her friend and because she knows Jesus, 
and has asked Him into her life, that when she dies, she is going to heaven. And I was like, I've got to get some of that. I want to go there. I need Jesus in my heart. And so she got down from the bunk bed and she went and got my mum and dad and they came in and they prayed that prayer with me. Dear Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart. I pray that you take away my sin. I want to live to follow you the rest of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. And I believe that on that day as an eight-year-old, a simple prayer, an ordinary day, I believe that Jesus changed things for me. I believe that on that day, no longer was I left out in the cold, but I had been invited to the biggest party that there ever was because I knew the guy hosting. If you drop the name of Jesus and ask for salvation, you're invited to that party. It's not what you know, it's who you know. And if you decide to know Jesus, then you're invited to that party. The Bible says that your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. You are on the guest list when you ask Jesus to come into your life. I knew on that day that now there was a place for me. We sing it all the time. It says it in the Bible, there is a place for me that has been prepared by Jesus himself. There is a place for me in heaven. And as I've become older and as I've gotten into more trouble and I've done more silly things and I've experienced more sin than when I was eight years old, I've realized that through Jesus, I've received grace for every fault, for every shortcoming. You see, on my account, at this store that we're talking about. And my account under my name, there was swear words, there were lies, there was deceit, there was ugly stuff, there was harsh words, there was failed relationships, there were so much rubbish on my account. And instead, Jesus when you pray that prayer, the name of Jesus paid for all of my rubbish and says, why don't you just start putting stuff on my account instead? That is the power that is in the name of Jesus. That is the love that Jesus has for you, that He would pay for your rubbish and say, shut that account down. This person is now one of my children and they can have whatever in my name that upholds my reputation and that brings glory to God. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that awesome? You see, we talked about before how everything bows to the name of Jesus. He is the name above every other name. That means that your darkness, your sin, your shame, all of the ugliness, all of your death, all of your consequence bows to the name of Jesus. He is the name above every other name. You know, not only does He rescue us and save us for eternity when we die, but He keeps saving us. I know that He keeps saving me. In Proverbs, it says, the name of the Lord is a strong tower and those that run to Him are safe. That's my story every day is that when I run into trouble, 
I can pray in Jesus' name and I can receive safety. I can receive peace. I can receive love. I can receive comfort in the name of Jesus because it's on His tab, not on mine. The second thing that I have in the name of Jesus is that I have life. I have life. You know, I'm no longer weighed down. We know we talked about death being paid for. But when I say that I have life, I'm talking about life to the full that Jesus came for. In John 10, 10, it says that I have come that they can have life to the full. And that is what I have in Jesus' name. Now, as a young person, when I was your age, is that I felt really low a lot of the time. And I'm sure that there are people in this room, don't put up your hand or anything, that's between you and God, but I'm sure that there are people that feel the same. And I had so much anxiety, I think, as a young person. I had so much anxiety about, I had a lot of friendship troubles and I had been stabbed in the back and I had been manipulated and used pretty much in every friendship I ever had. In primary school, I had some really, really nasty friends that I think partly kind of started off that anxiety for me. And I got to a point in high school where I'd had so many failed relationships and friendships and had been kind of used so many times. And I also didn't know what to do with my life. I didn't know what God wanted me to do. And there was always this battle between feeling like God wanted me to do stuff for Him and not knowing what to do practically to make money. And I mean, what teenager thinks about that? But that's where I was at as a teenager. And so most of the time as a teenager, what I expected of my life was that I would be single and alone and working in some job that I really hated for my entire life. And that's what I expected for my life because I thought that that's what I deserved and what I was worth. And the thing is that in the name of Jesus, He changed that for me. In the name of Jesus, I could pray that my anxiety would leave. I could pray that I would have purpose. I would pray that my identity would now be found in Him. I could pray that I could see myself the way that He saw me, not the way that I felt. And I could pray those things in Jesus' name and His name has the power to set me free from all of those things. And He did that. He did that. I am a pastor. I am an interior designer. I have a family. I never thought that I would be at the place I am now back then. But because of Jesus and the power of His name, He has given me life. He's given me life. And the last thing is that in His name, I have favour. I have favour. And basically that means that I have more than I could ask for. That my life has turned out better than I could have expected because of Jesus. You know, when um, I want to talk about BYC for a second. Because... 
this is one of the many moments where I have seen God's favour. And what I mean by that is His extra blessing. I have seen His favour. And one of the moments that I saw this so clearly was at BYC last year, which sounds funny because I wasn't even a youth student at the time. I was running the camp and I said to God, I said, God, I have never asked in your name for anything at a camp because camp isn't about me. I'm just the one running things. I said, but I had been through a lot at that point in the year. And I said, God, I'm asking for your blessing and your favour for two healthy babies in our family, one for me and one for my sister. It was very specific prayer. And I asked that in Jesus' name. And can I tell you that before that, the three months before camp, they were a horrible time for myself and my sister in that area. And that is the one thing that I asked God for at camp. And can I tell you young people that you can ask God and you can pray in Jesus' name at any point in your life. But if you make the decision to, to focus on God for that two days and devote everything that you have to Him, He listens to you and He focuses in on you as you focus in on Him. And so if you are believing for something, then you can ask it in Jesus' name and you can do that tonight and you can do that at BYC. But you need to put yourself in a position close to Jesus because it's by His name that your life is changed. Go home and register. You're missing out. But anyway, that is the thing that I prayed for. And by the end of the year, before Christmas, we were both holding babies in our arms. And that's just a testimony of God's favour and God's extra blessing on my life and the power of Jesus' name. That is why I called my son God has favoured. You know, another way that he has favoured me is that I've never had issue getting an issue getting work. I've always made the decision to put youth and to put ministry and to put serving Jesus first. And in a response to that, every time that I have asked Jesus to provide for me in a job, I've had multiple job offers that I've got to pick from. His favour is upon us. He is with us because limitation, poverty, sadness, restriction, dissatisfaction, all bows to the name of Jesus. It all bows to the name of Jesus because of Jesus. You know, sometimes when I think about what God has done for me, when I think about everything that He's done, like I've shared with you tonight, I don't know what to say. I am just so overwhelmed by who He is. And at the name of Jesus, sometimes in worship, I, all I can say is His name. Sometimes I just stand there and I just say, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And that's all I can muster because of the gratitude in my heart. And I want to encourage you tonight to think about what Jesus has done for you. To think about what He has done. Young people, His name is not 
to be used as a swear word. His name is not to be taken lightly, but His name is to be honoured and respected as the name that is above every other name. Every other name. I want to go back to that scripture that I read half of in the beginning in Philippians chapter 2. But he has the name above all names because it was given to him by God because of his humility to become nothing. And this verse from uh, chapter 2 verse 6, it says, Though he was God, he didn't think of equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on a cross. Therefore, God elevated him to the highest place of honour and gave him the name that is above all other names that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue declare that Jesus Christ is Lord. Every knee bows to the name of Jesus. Everything bows to the name of Jesus. And we're included in that. Do you still bow to the name of Jesus? Do you still value the name of Jesus? Because I don't know about you, but I don't know how to speak of somebody that has changed my life. I don't want to say the wrong thing because I have so much to, to offer Him. I have so much that I need to give Him because of what He is worth. How do, how do you use His name? How do you address Him? Do you do it with honour and reverence? We need to wear His name representing Him well. We sang a song at the beginning called Oh What a Miracle and the band's going to join me up here and we're going to finish by singing part of that song again because I hope that you've got this tonight that the name of Jesus and what He's done for you is the biggest miracle that you will ever experience in your life. The fact that you have access to the King of Heaven and everything that He has for you because of what He did on the cross. That's a miracle that needs to be honoured and remembered every single day. And so we're going to sing that again in a second. And while we do, if you are struggling with something, then I want you to come to Him and to ask Him. To ask Him again, if you've asked Him before, because there's power in the name of Jesus. And the other thing that I want you to do, if you are here tonight and you don't know Jesus, but you want to know Jesus, is I want you, the second we start this song, I want you to find your hub leader. 
And I want you to just go up to them and say, I want Jesus in my life. And they are going to pray with you right here, right now. And so we're going to sing, why don't you guys stand? And I want you to sing this like you believe it, like He's made a difference for you. Let's get to it. Thanks for tuning in to the Burn Youth Podcast. To stay in the loop, follow us on Instagram at Burn Youth. See you next time.